What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anik Creates Podcast. My name is Alex Krotz, and this week we're going to talk about pushing yourself creatively in your career and just in life in general, and the need for always seeking out opportunity to allow your own self-growth to happen. This is inspired by the recent departure of Johnny Ive from Apple, one of the world's leading industrial designers for one of the world's biggest companies, which he helped shape. We're going to look at the inspiration that we can all take from this bold move. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Anik Creates Podcast with your weekly dose of music, technology, and creative inspiration. Now your host, Alex Krotz. So what I wanted to talk about this week is inspired by Johnny Ive leaving Apple, and that is big news in the tech world. And for those of you who don't know, Johnny Ive is the lead designer at Apple, and he has been for many years, and he's actually been with the company for almost 30 years. He started in 1992, and he's leaving later this year. He hasn't quite left yet. But Johnny was in charge of the design for the iPod, the iPhone, the iPad, the iMac, many of the products that we all know and love from Apple. He He was right there with Steve Jobs when Steve Jobs came back to the company in 1997, and he has been one of the top executives ever since. And he's been so hands-on with every product that they've come out with and the design of every product that they have and the design that we know and love, as well as many of his designs have actually influenced just the whole tech market in general. We wouldn't really have the phones that we have today. The iPhone was a huge influence in the tech space with phones and how smartphones are today. Before that, they were bigger and clunkier and less useful. The touch screens weren't great. It wasn't as intuitive. And Johnny Ive was responsible for that design and that image that the company has now with their sleek, well-built products that we all come to expect nowadays from tech companies especially Apple. He really did help shape the company as it is known today and has led it to be one of the most valuable companies in the world. Now, with his departure, there are many people questioning what the future for Apple holds and why he's leaving. And Mac has always been a big, big player in the music industry and in music creation. And early on, it was because they got in with creative people first. Windows and PCs had the business market covered. By the time Apple came out with their creative interface where you could see and point and click with a mouse and draw on the screen, that was all new when Apple came out with that. And that was a big shift, as well as build quality that Apple has always had and it's plug and play reliability that you just know it's going to work with an Apple product. So the Mac kind of became a cornerstone in creative and arts. That's why this is so relevant and important to me and anybody who's in the creative field because Apple's such a, an influential company in what we do. But aside from that, the actual event of Johnny Ive leaving is something that I wanted to talk about and pull some inspiration from in terms of life and career, especially for somebody in a creative field, because what he does as a designer and anybody in his position or big tech companies, CEOs, anything like that, there is such a big amount of innovation and creativity because innovation is creativity. You have to think outside the box to be innovative, and that's what you have to do as a creative, and that's what you need to do to grow as a creative. So Johnny Ive is one of the highest paid designers in the world, and he has decided to leave 
one of the biggest companies in the world that he's helped shape, along with leaving his legacy with that company of the, the products he's designed and created that have influenced such a mass market of products that have come since with the iPhone and the iMac. And he's not leaving Apple completely in certain ways because he's actually leaving to start his own design firm, of which Apple will be his first and probably biggest customer, but he is still leaving his current position. And that's the point that I'm making. He's made a leap of faith. He's made a big shift in his life to leave Apple. Now, there are many reasons for this, I'm sure, and I don't claim to know them because Johnny is a very private person and he hasn't really talked about it overly publicly, but there's a lot of different speculations from so many different people about is there something happening within the company and they're forcing him out or is he leaving on his own accord? Now, I'm going with the assumption that he's leaving on his own accord and there's certain things that I want to take from that and lessons that I think we can all learn from and whether they're actually true or not isn't really the point. It's more about what I see as lessons we can learn from a move like this from somebody like Johnny. Now, there are two main things that I wanted to touch on, and without knowing their actual truth, I have done my research about Johnny and his previous career paths, and even early on in his career at Apple, he almost left once before. Through other interviews, I have seen what he's talked about and what he loves about his job, and he's a very creative person, and he loves pushing his limits of what he's designing and not being held back by people wanting to sell more products or make things cheaper, or he wants to be able to design the best product from functionality to design to aesthetics, everything in between. That's what makes him so excited. And that's what Apple allowed him to do and why he stayed for so long. Early on when he first started, there was a bit of a down period where he was more designing things just to design the aesthetics and then an engineer would take over for the actual guts of the computers to make them as cheap as possible. And he almost left back then because he just knew half of his design was getting changed because of pricing and everything else. And he really didn't like that people were cutting corners where he didn't want them to cut corners for the wrong reasons, or in his opinion, the wrong reasons. Now, after all these years, I don't think Apple's really trying to change his designs because he's obviously put himself in that position, but he is known from the past to want a challenge and more of a personal challenge. And this is the first point that I think we can learn from. You always need to challenge yourself. You always need to push yourself out of your own comfort zone and not get stuck in something that's comfy and you can do, but it doesn't challenge you. It doesn't push you. It doesn't excite you anymore. If you feel unexcited, if you feel like you're not being able to push to your full potential, you need to change something. He is the top designer in the world, and I think that he needed that extra push and that extra challenge, and he needed something else. He just needed something different for himself to keep himself personally motivated. Now that leads into the second point, which is he doesn't need money. He's not doing this for money because he obviously has made tons of money. He's very well paid, probably one of the best paid designers in the industry. So he could just leave and retire now and, and not have to worry about a thing for the rest of his life. But that's not what he wants. He loves what he does. He loves designing. So he wanted to take that to the next challenge. He wanted to take that to the next level. You know, there's not many levels up from Apple that you can go, but he wanted to push himself. He could stop right now and it wouldn't matter, but he wants to work. He wants to be creative. Now, as somebody who recently went through 
through a career shift as well. This is why I think I pull from this because when I left the studio, it wasn't that I didn't like making music anymore and it wasn't any of that. And I did like the comfiness of my job. It was a salary job in the music industry, which is so hard to come by in, in a lot of ways, but it was the fact that I didn't feel fulfilled and I didn't feel challenged anymore. I didn't feel like I was getting enough opportunities to challenge myself doing different kinds of creative activities. It just wasn't as fulfilling creatively every day. And I think that's something that Johnny would feel now, although it's still exciting and he's making an impact on the industry as a whole, it still just is the same kind of thing. And he probably feels a little bit like he's going through the motions. That's how I felt moving through my career and that's why I had to change what I did. So I relate to this point very well. And this is why I get very inspired by somebody like him who's at the top of his game still making moves because he's unsatisfied. We should all take inspiration from that. So many people get stuck in the thing that they're doing day to day and they they know that they could probably do more, but why risk the comfy position that they're in for something that may or may not work out, but it would make them happier? The things that are going to make us the happiest will end up being the things that make us the most successful because we'll be able to put all of our energy into it. We won't be burnt out nearly as fast if we're doing something that we really love. Somebody like him really shows you that and the need to take a change when you feel like you need a change so you don't get burnt out, so that you feel fulfilled and feel like you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish in life and getting closer to your goals. I don't know what his goals are, but changing an entire tech industry in the way that people perceive certain technologies like cell phones seems like a big goal, but yet he achieved it and now he's on to something else. And you have to give him credit for the amazing work that he's already done and now that he's going to continue to do, but that makes him happy moving forward. This can be applied to any successful person in any field that they're in. Now, a lot of tech and business people are very creative people because innovation is creativity, thinking outside the box. So a lot of those people share the similar drive to do what they do. If you look at the most successful people in the world right now, the people that are the head of the companies, Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, all of those people do what they do and did what they did when they started their respective companies out of passion and out of drive for what they believed in. It wasn't for the money. They didn't start their companies in plans of being the richest people in the world. They started it out of a desire for something and they worked hard and tireless out of passion for what they were doing and out of belief in what they were doing. And you see that often in the most successful and the wealthiest people. They're doing it not for the money. They're doing it because of what they love. Most of them, they could have sold their company at some point, not had the stress of continuing it and they would have been wealthier than anybody imaginable, but they didn't. Mark Zuckerberg actually had an offer early on where a company was going to buy Facebook and he was going to make $3 billion off the deal, which is more money than anybody needs. And he could have done so much with that money, but he didn't like what they were going to do with his company and he still loved his company. So he kept it and obviously has grown it into one of the biggest websites out there. And that's what I mean. The tireless work is out of passion. All of these people were constantly being told that they would never be successful, that their companies were crazy and that it was a, it's a terrible idea and they're just going to lose money. And those are the things that passion and drive and fulfillment got them through. They were excited for everything. Yes, there were downs. 
Yes, they lost a lot of money. Yes, they were living off ramen noodles or whatever it was that their path went through, but they got fulfillment from doing what they were doing and the end goal that they were looking towards, which probably kept shifting as they got there because every with every goal that you achieve, you then have to set a new one and you have to have a bigger goal. And for some of these guys, they've achieved the biggest goals in the world. And yet they still have bigger goals than that because they need to keep having goals to strive for. When you look at that, the thing that you need to take away from that is it's not as much about the end goals as it is about feeling fulfilled and feeling happy in the process of achieving those goals. People that aren't happy about the process, but think, oh, when I get to my end goal, I will feel good. And that's when I'll feel fulfilled and successful. But if you don't feel that way through the whole process, you're never really going to get to the end goal. And when you get there, you're going to be like, okay, great. Now what? Because once you achieve a goal, it's nothing more than a check mark. And so you need to know where to go from there. And if you don't like the process to get there, you're not going to know where to go from there. So that's why the biggest, most successful people that continue something is because they enjoy the whole process and they enjoy what they do. And that's what drives them. When you think about this in relation to the music field, the creative field of making music is something that you have to love. You have to live it. You have to breathe it. There's obviously not a whole lot of money in it half the time, but everybody that does it all the time lives and breathes it. They think about it every minute of the day. It's something that consumes you. It's a lifestyle. It's really hard to be very successful in the music industry and in any creative field when you want it to be a job that you do and go home from. Yes, there are parts of it if you work for a company or something where you're creative, where you go to and come home. When I was working at the studio, I would go there, I would do my job and I'd come home. But it wouldn't just stop there. I would then work on other projects that were creative that were different because I wanted to continue to push myself and I all I could do is think about it half the time. So I needed to keep doing that. And I think most people in a creative field want to do that. When it's your hobby and it becomes your job, it's still half the time is your hobby anyway. So you just always do it. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that your interests aren't going to shift and you aren't going to have to be pushed by something else. Now, as an engineer, we can be inspired by Johnny leaving Apple in this way. For example, if you're working on projects and your interests are shifting, but you're very comfortable making, let's say, jazz records, and you're good at it, and people come to you and pay you well to make a jazz record, but your heart's not really in it anymore because, yeah, you've made a ton of them, and yes, the music's different, but the techniques you're using to engineer them are the same. It starts to become a little cookie cutter, and you're doing it more for the paycheck. Now, that's kind of like what Johnny probably was like making the same iPhone updates and all that. It's it's You're still doing something, and you're still getting to be creative in, in certain ways, but not nearly as much pushing yourself as you want. And so if you're in that scenario as a, as an engineer and you feel like I want to make something different and I want to go into rock music, then it's time to make a shift because once again, you're going to feel inspired waking up. You're going to wake up and you're going to think about rock music. You're going to think about new techniques and you need to find that thing that, that makes you feel that way. And that may shift over time. That may be every two years or five years, you may need a new thing. If you find an interest in a passion that makes you feel that way, then stick with it as long as possible, but know when it's time to move on and finding something that really makes you feel 
energized every morning to push your own envelope and to try new things. And when you leave the recording session, you think about what you're going to do the next day and what you're going to try and what new techniques might be able to be pushed. Because guess what? Artists that you're working with are going to feel that. They're going to love that energy of trying new things and that creativity because it's only going to make their record better. You're going to try different things. So they're going to love working with you for that. Now, the jazz people that you were working with, you weren't trying to push your own envelope So they were just kind of going through the motions as well. Meanwhile, now that you've left making those, it's opened up an opportunity for them to find somebody else who's just as hungry making jazz records. And they're going to try different things making those records, which will inspire those musicians who love their genre of music to play better and to try different things themselves because it's just a whole creative energy in making those records. And you need to find those types of projects that make you feel that way because in the end, everybody wins. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine recently about moving jobs, and they were asking me about my opinion on a new opportunity they had. And I asked them, well, you're in a good position now. Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel like there's still a future? Do you feel like you want to get up every day and the job excites you that you're in? And they said, yes, there's plenty of room for growth with the company, and there's plenty of room for new opportunities, and they're still getting opportunities in their current job. I said, well, then why is it that you're looking at this other opportunity? Does it get you closer to your end goal or does it give you more opportunities with something that you want? And they said, not really. It's just different. And I said, okay, well, there's something to be said about moving to something different if you feel you need something different, but it's not always the smartest choice to move into something that you find different, but there's something to be said about staying with the company you're with and growing in seniority there and growing with creativity there if you're still allowed to do it. At the point that you don't feel that way and at the point that you feel like you've hit a ceiling in that job is when you should be looking for something else and that you should be pursuing different opportunities. But really, if you're very happy in the job that you're in and you still feel that you have room to grow and room to push yourself and you're excited every day, then good on you and you should continue that. But you should also not get comfy and just keep pushing yourself and keep trying to find that ceiling because that's an amazing thing when you can find that ceiling and realize this is as far as I can go with this company or with this group or with this project. And that's when you know you need to move on. And I hope that through talking about this, I've inspired some of you or made you realize what you need to do and what you need to push to move forward with your life. The best way that I can put it and the overall point is kind of think about what you would do if you could retire tomorrow and not have to worry about a thing. What would you want to do with your time? And if that is something else other than what you're doing, try and figure out how you can get there. Try and figure out what that is to you. You know, if you're the one making those jazz records and you think if I could retire and not worry about it, I would want to make some rock records, then do that. Go start the shift. Either avoid getting into a slump and getting into something too comfortable, or if you're satisfied, avoid that happening in the future and be aware of that. And look for how you can direct what you're doing now to reach your next goal that you'd love to be able to accomplish. Keep that in mind and know that there's always bigger and better things. Even if you're the top of the industry, like Johnny Ive, there's still something else that you can do and there's still something else that you're going to want to do eventually. Make sure that you're actually doing everything that you can to enjoy the process to get there. 
That's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening and let me know what your thoughts are and if you need help trying to decide if this is a good career move or if you're in a slump, what can you do? Hit me up on Twitter at AnnaCreates or on my Facebook page. Be sure to check out my website, AnnaCreates.ca for the show notes and staying up to date with everything I put out for you guys. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts to get the latest episodes as they come out. And with that, I will see you in the next one. Until then always be creating. Thank you for listening to the Anik Creates podcast. Be sure to check out anikcreates.ca for show notes and all the latest updates. Until next time, always be creating.